0: Hey friends, welcome to this quick play episode of the Retro Game Guys podcast. I'm Dustin here with Zach and Alex. Uh, For our last main episode, we played Road Rash for the PlayStation, and it got us thinking about other favorites in the racing combat genre. So we thought it'd be fun to see if we could agree on a list of great games that let you squeeze the trigger while putting the pedal to the metal. Yeah. So with that, here is the Retro Game Guys top five racing combat games. Number five was suggested by Alex. And it's no surprise, as he's mentioned it on the podcast at least a few times over the years, it's Bally Midway's 1983 arcade hit, Spy Hunter. Now, this game isn't as much about the racing aspect, as you're not trying to get first place, but you are speeding down a track, so I'll give this one mm. to you, Alex. You you're sure it's a track? <laughs> it looks like a road to me. Look, look, I'm calling it a track. I love this game. I wanted to talk about <laughs> on the podcast. We're moving on to Alex. Alex, why <laughs> is Spy Hunter one of your favorites? Well... I mean, the uh, steering wheel
1: for one on Mm -hmm. that uh, video game and the music for two on that video game. And, um, you know, I think it was so long ago. Like, I don't remember a lot of other, uh, um, even though if you guys say it's not a racing game, I don't remember a lot of other car games where you could point and shoot or leave little, you know, bombs or oil slicks. Yeah, the oil slicks. I mean, there just weren't. And uh, even to this day, there aren't a lot of games where you could oil slick uh, an enemy or something like that. I mean, yeah. there really aren't. So um, I think it sort of cut out its own little niche. And um, uh, I wouldn't say it's racing so much as like you're in a chase and uh, you yeah. have to get away from some enemies and you're trying to shoot and you disable them. And um, it's... it's I, Correct me if I'm wrong, but I sort of felt like there was a little bit of a, a Knight Rider aspect to it because yeah. you'd have to like, oh, yeah. go For into sure. the back of a semi-truck to get like fixed and all this other stuff. And so mm-hmm. I sort of felt like there was a kit aspect to the whole Michael Knight thing happening in Yeah, you in get your weapons totally. that way. You
2: kind of come out of totally. the, the, yeah. the truck with a new weapon, yeah.
1: So, I mean, it was kind of unique. It was kind of fun. And uh, uh, I liked it. Yeah, it might not be a traditional race, but you definitely are
0: chasing things and being yep. chased. Yeah, and there's this and there's a big element of speed to the game, right? You, you oh, yeah. you're burning down the road, you got things coming from behind, you got things coming from left, the right, the top. Yeah. Uh overhead. Um it, it's it's a great game. And it's one of those few ones like you're talking about. It's a standing uh, the the good cabinet was the standing cabinet with the pedal down on the floor yeah. and the and the steering wheel and the guns on there. Yeah. Um There's definitely a cockpit early,
2: one too, right? There the is a
0: cockpit one, but I yeah. uh, I almost never saw that one. I And the arcade smile.
1: art, uh yeah. you know that the, the arcade art, I remember uh, don't they have like a blonde guy, sort of like a um, who's that actor who was in the, the Terminator, Michael Bean? Yeah, Didn't he sort of look like a Michael Bean type of right. character, right? Totally, sort of Like totally. you know, uh, f- uh five hour, uh, five o'clock shadow. Mm-hmm. You know, and so it's uh that had the whole eighties uh catch to it. So I thought that was pretty
0: cool. Yeah, this is one of the few games. So everybody, when you got talk about back to like the Apple Two days back in school. Uh, everybody always ref- refers to uh, Oregon trail, but this is one of those games I've actually played on an apple II. I remember it was really oh, cool. Uh. I mean, for the time, yeah. um, and playing in school and shooting things was great. <laughs> that is cool. I didn't know yeah. they even had it on the apple II, yeah. but the game yeah. was so popular. I'm not surprised. It was on right. everything, I suppose. Right.
2: I played it on the NES, um, for the most part. And that game. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Kansas kidding. household. Right. Uh, yeah, that was a version I played a lot. And it was so funny. You talk about school, there was a rumor at my school that like there was an ending to this game that there's like a, there was a space level. Yeah, so all okay. these rumors, right? But come to find out, you, you can't beat the game. It just goes nice. forever. Yeah. So you're trying to get to these mythical levels that you hear about in school, and you know um, the only thing you do get to is there is a boat part where you can race a boat, which is pretty. That's cool. right. I forgot about yeah. that. Um, but yeah, good luck, quote unquote, beating the game because
0: it really just yeah. never it never yeah. ends. But, I mean, just think about how much this one has, has kind of stayed with us. It's still There's still, like, references to it in, in current games, and, and and there's Lego Dimensions that's in there. Um, and it was well, in they were trying to come out with a movie. Yeah, uh, movie. For a little while, yeah, they were really? in development. Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. Spider-Man. But we're talking 83 arcade, which was, you know, the peak of, of console gaming, but was still good in the arcades then, too. I thought um, it was better in the arcades, you know? Oh, for sure, for yeah. sure. I mean, 100%. The NES version, I was joking about what's an NES, but the NES yeah. version is good. The it's Apple TV, right. ver, ver, uh, Apple II version was good, but it's nothing like the arcade. No. Well, let's go on to another arcade favorite of mine, number four. Uh, one of my favorite arcade cabinets, 1991's Road Riot four-wheel drive from Atari. Um, I don't think you guys have played this game, but I forced this nope. into the list because it's so much fun. Um and the arcade version is is a lot better than the uh, the there's NES version or SNES version. I, I I mean, and but the in the arcade, this is one that's been stuck in my head for years. Um, the 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 voice in there. There's every time you when you win, it says Red wins. Hosting opponent team is dead last. And and there, you know the whole thing is like there's a each race is in a different place in the world. There's cartoony characters that are hosting the races. California's uh, host is Backwoods Ben, and then Vegas is Elvis Vegas. And, you know, uh, for our Australian listeners, because we do have a few, there was an Australian race, and he's, uh, the, that race is hosted by Crazy Killer Carl. And I'm like, <laughs> that, are we, are we uh, casting aspersions on Australians here? What Like, why was that, you know? Um, but what's actually neat about that track is it does have something Aussie in it. Um, you're racing near uh, Uluru. Um, or for those of us uh, raised on Outback Steakhouse, that's also known as Ayers <laughs> Rock, um, which is an, a me. really <laughs> famous landmark in Australia. So they even include part of that. Um, but my favorite uh, host is in Ohio. In fact, I forgot the name of this game when I was trying to build the list for this episode. All I could remember was you, you battle in dune buggies all over the world, and there's an audio line in the beginning of the w- one of the races where the MC goes, your host this race, Nasty Nelson. Like that was, and that I had to suit, you know, do my Google searches based on that. And then I found the, the videos, but it's a super fun game. You you race around in dune buggies, there's all sorts of obstacles like road rash. There's some tracks that are super hard, there's rocks in the middle of the track. Mm-hmm. Um, you have unlimited ammo, and you just you're basically it's you. Um, if they used to, they had a four player setup kind of like Daytona style, um, two cabinets uh linked together, um, and you, you were you and three other people, and it was just. Try to get to the finish line first while getting shot from behind. Um, super intense. It could be a real fun competition between uh, you know, three or four of your friends. Um, yes. Yeah, so I'm sorry. I had to bring this one in. I know yeah. this wasn't necessarily <laughs> yeah. a favorite of, of your Well, I'll tell you what. I, I,
2: I want to talk about this game because so I maybe played this once or twice in the arcades, but I, yeah. want, I think this is... I'm glad you brought this game up because I would like to caution our listeners. <laughs> do not, and I repeat, do effing not by the SNES version of this game. Yeah. So yeah. I got this version in a lot of games and it is one of the worst video games, not just SNES games, not just racing games, one of the worst video games I have ever played. <laughs> and the reason why is because it's forced to split screen. So you, it's not just in two player, you have to play in this, you know, a horizontal split screen view all the time, even one player you can't see anything. Your your buggy's so big that you can't see any of the obstacles. You can't see <laughs> your opponents. It's a complete S show from beginning to end. The graphics are terrible. The control <laughs> is a, a, a nightmare. Yeah. And someone paid full price for this stinking game <laughs> at some point, and I feel so terrible for them. But um, go on YouTube. Just keep a safe distance from this game. Just check out on YouTube. Yeah. But um, I kept my copy just because it was like, you know, so awful. So I could at least show you guys at some point. But yeah, yeah, this is, I guess you put this in the category of awesome arcade game. Yeah. Not awesome port.
0: (laughs) And and I've recently played it. Uh, It was at the last time we got to go to California Extreme. They had a cabinet there. And yeah, it's a fantastic arcade game. SNES port is yeah it's bad yeah maybe <laughs> they well
2: maybe bad. it was on a compilation disc of on the playstation or something where they made a
0: more arcade accurate you know port but we, it's we not that help. one Bye. right yep not at all all right moving on to number three is a game that zach and i both played a lot in the arcades uh i have a port uh for uh, my atari links as well it's road blasters which came yes. out in 1987 and that's another one from atari games um, and that one also has really cool um, voicing in it. So you, you hear shoot opponents for score, which yeah. makes me think of Gauntlet. It totally has that Gauntlet vibe it's, to it because it's
2: Atari and it's that same era, like yeah. the boy we talked about. All that, yep. yeah. yeah. This game is, is so amazing. It's like third person perspective. You're yeah. driving this red futuristic car. You're it and speeding down the racetrack, shooting other vehicles like like Spy Hunter, capturing like there's a kind of a helper drone type thing that drops yeah. weapons and you capture them on, on the, the roof of your car, bombs and machine guns and all sorts of things. But what's so neat about this game is that at the end of each like track, you kind of do this Burnout. donut into, yeah. Yeah, into the end. The and it's racing against time. You're just, you're trying to survive. You're trying to pick up little fuel, like capsules Yeah, it's a racing against time and fuel. You and have fuel. to, yeah. Right. But I just love the futuristic sounds and the, the whole cities in the background. Um, yeah. The one thing about this game, though, is I don't. I mean, I have a couple different versions of it on the NES. There's one that came on a disc for the PS1 that I have, but none of them feel like the arcade because the arcade had a steering wheel, right. had a gas pedal, just had the whole vibe. And there's just some games that don't translate very well. Like one of the versions, I think it auto drives, for example, because oh. you, you know you can't drive and shoot and turn and all this stuff at the same time. Apparently. Um, But yeah, this is one game that I would just love to have if I had arcade games at home besides Street Fighter, uh, because this is just super fun one that I would play every single time I saw it in the arcade.
0: For sure. I mean, I will say, like, I'm with you and the the ports don't match 100% the arcade. The Lynx version of it is a great uh, port It's it's really well done for a Lynx. And, you know, the resolution is not that great, but it really matches that gameplay and has a really great vibe. Well, like one of the things that they are one of the other things uh, other than what you mentioned about the arcade that's different um, that I really like is the in the arcade version. When you're, say, a half a mile or a mile away from the finish line, the end music starts up. So you kind of already get that vibe that you're you're finishing. That's right. The, race. the
2: music fades in, doesn't it? The music like it, fades yeah. in
0: like like a good thirty, like some, maybe music. twenty, yeah, twenty seconds early. So you're like, all right, I'm almost at the end here. I'm I'm mm-hmm. really close. It's kind of like that in enduro, uh, uh, the Atari twenty six hundred game we've covered before. Like when you get that beeping. Uh, mm-hmm. in enduro you know that you're you're getting close to the end and so that that music kind of fires you up you're like all right i'm almost there i'm almost there um the another ports at least uh, the we i looked at the genesis one the ps1 one and the lynx one they don't they don't start up the music earlier so oh that's too bad uh, this, yeah definitely this, a, a feature of the arcade
2: this game by the way has the one of the best special weapons of any video game i don't know if, if alex you remember this one but there's one that's like a nuclear bomb. You guys yeah. remember this? Yeah. Where you get this weapon and you're like, what do I do with this? And you push a button and it just goes. Doo! And this projectile just flies off the screen and explodes in the background like this, like basically like a mushroom cloud. And then you see the cars on the street, like, you know, in another few seconds and they're just charred blobs <laughs> and you're just passing them all. Like it's just, this, this nukes everything in front of you. It's so awesome.
0: Next time I uh, get into commute traffic, that sounds like my kind of deal. (laughs) There you go.
2: Right.
1: (laughs)
0: All right. Well, we're getting closer to the top of our list. At number two is one that I know our friend JP is a big fan of. Mm -hmm. It's RC Pro-Am, which was developed by Rare and released in 1987 for the NES. Um, So, Alex, uh, what do you remember about RC Pro-Am? What kind of sticks in your craw about that one? I remember I owned this game,
1: and uh, I don't remember much about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I just watched <laughs> Mark on you, uh, right. Well yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh it was one of those games where again, like I think the cover art looked a lot cooler than it actually was because yeah. uh, the whole point is that you're controlling these RC cars, right? Yeah. Uh but then when you put it in like the I just felt like the cars are a lot bigger than the track should be. Like, shouldn't the track be a little bit bigger? Uh I always felt like there should be more of um I don't know, like ramps and stuff in the game, like things that you could jump and stuff. But mm-hmm. uh, this game almost um uh I don't remember any shooting because I asked you guys right before we started this pod. I was like, I don't remember this game being confrontational. I just uh it was more just running around a track. Yeah. But uh jog my memory. <laughs>
2: <laughs> definitely know? will. Yeah, definitely will. There is uh missiles and bombs and all that stuff. And in fact, there's one car, if you uh played into the game, Dustin, um mm-hmm. there's one car that at some point just becomes this crazy cheater and yeah. will just you hear him go and just takes off and he'll lap you. And the yeah. only way to survive and beat that car is to, you know, shoot him or, or bomb him. Right. Yeah. He's a total dirty cheater, drives you crazy. Um, but yeah, that becomes a
0: big part of the strategy later on in the race. Cause you, that's one of the only ways you can survive. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. No, the, uh, when you get later in this game, it becomes like almost super Monaco difficult to get into first. Like it's yeah. ridiculous. Like, you can cruise along in third and hopefully keep that jerk behind, in fourth behind you, but man, if you don't make the right moves right at the beginning of the race, they're the first and second place are a good three yeah. quarters of a lap ahead of you. But well, all we've said is negative things about this, and we put it at number two <laughs> in our list here. So Zach, <laughs> like, why help us out
2: here? Why why is this one number two? Yeah, well, I kind of pushed for this one to be number two. So this game is just great. It to me, it's this overhead view racing game. It's very chaotic. You and a few other cars, you know, yep. bumping each other, shooting each other, trying to get to first place. And like Dustin said, later on in the game, it gets really hard to win because there's oil slicks and obstacles, other people shooting you. Um, and sometimes there's tracks that are extremely short. And, and like, like you said, Alex, they're, they're narrow, they're, they're short. And there's like these little strips that make you go very, very fast. So you think of a track that you can finish like three laps in a matter of a minute, it's like you make one mistake you're done in your last place, right, and yeah. you basically yeah. can lose i I remember the controls being hard, like the angle of, of it's how a you little play
1: different game yeah. it uh it wasn't it didn't feel like a normal racing game. It felt like you had to actually do some learning. That's exactly right.
2: right. I think it, it. If it's one of those games where I bet you a lot of people just bounced right off it. They put it in. They yeah. put it in once they like, go, ew, forget it." But if you stick with it, yeah. and yeah. you know, you can really get it down. Um, I'm
1: slowly starting to remember the games I had, and I think this one in uh, Wizards and Warriors uh, <laughs> lived in the same shoebox. <laughs>
0: exactly. Perfect. Yeah. Well- well, you know, so, you know, obviously I didn't play a lot of this a lot on the NES, but there was a version of this game that was ported over to the Genesis. That's right. Uh, a few yeah. years later, uh, retitled Championship Pro-Am. It's pretty much identical as far as the gameplay, but it's a little enhanced graphics and some some extra features. But yeah, it's good. Um, I like that one a lot. Um so it it plays yeah you have to really get used to the controls. It doesn't play like any other racing game, but if once you get kind of locked in, it's super fun to just try to keep everybody off of you and just try to dial in those tracks. It's one of those things that you can get really good at the track layout in your head and be able to just kind of anticipate all the turns. They're not super long tracks. They're they're you know what twenty seconds around or something like that. Yeah. So. Um, super fun game. I loved it. I, you know, I pushed for it up here too, as well. Um, the other thing that I think really helps this game stand out, um, from some of the other ones is it was so, such an inspirational game, um, for, for a lot of games that came after it. Um, it really, when you're talking about, uh, super off-road, when you're talking about that game, you're talking mm-hmm. about some, uh, there's a couple other games we're going to mention up, up here that are kind of direct. Descend, maybe not direct descendants, but at least you know cousins of this game. Um, that I know that those developers were were inspired by this game to make the games they did. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So I think it's important, and I think it's fun. So yeah, number two for us. Yeah, I agree. All right. Well, before we get to number one here, we've got a couple of honorable mentions. Uh, first mention goes to '95's Twisted Metal on PlayStation. We have to, <laughs> have to bring that one back up. You know, we did a full episode on that game mm-hmm. early in this season. If you're a fan of clowns driving ice cream trucks loaded with machine guns, <laughs> uh, then you should check out that episode in our archives. And who isn't? <laughs> right.
2: <laughs> or if you're a fan of uh, trying to figure out what the hell you're looking at in that <laughs> game. Do you guys remember the graphics? In that? Oh, my God. Oh, like, man. It was horrible. Yeah, yeah. Ambitious, but did not translate.
0: You you know yeah it it definitely that was definitely one of the more surprising revisits we've done on this podcast. It uh, twisted metal did not match our memories to say the least. No. No, uh, no. This is more of a dishonorable mention. <laughs> Bring, we're bringing it up here just to kick it again. Yeah, yeah. Um, people like next, the game though, and yeah, it's really,
2: that's one of our more popular episodes too. Yeah. in like a yeah.
0: recent season, so yeah, maybe yeah. maybe we're wrong. I don't know. <laughs> we it's it's happened once or twice in my life. Yeah. Um, our next honorable mention goes to Rock and Roll Racing, yeah. which hit the NES SNES mm-hmm. in 1993 and Genesis in 94. The game plays a lot like RC pro M is actually inspired by it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but the game's killer feature is that it has licensed classic rock tracks from Black Sabbath, Steppenwolf, and interestingly, the Peter Gunn theme from Henry Mancini, which is also the music from Spy Hunter. So, <laughs> like I said, it, that, that song shows up everywhere. Yeah. By the way,
2: I want to give a quick shout out to my buddy Casey, who's a huge, huge fan of uh, Rock 'n' Roll Racing, and he's actually suggested over the many years that we should do this game. So I guess this kind of counts. Maybe right? kind of counts. Sorry, I <laughs> said the name. Sorry, we Casey. Said... <laughs>
0: Just one last honorable mention before we move on, and this one solely to feed Zach's ego. Uh, it's you. City Connection, which came out in oh, 1988 geez. for the NES <laughs> <Great> uh, game. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) We featured this game in an earlier quick play, and Zach got to brag about the fact that he once held the world record high score for the game. So here you go. Ego boosted. That's true.
2: I did. I was uh, uh, the world champion at City Connection. My name was in all the papers at the time, 11 years ago. Um, (laughs) Yeah. I did check before this podcast. I'm still at number three, by the way. Like um, I'm hanging on there. Uh, 920,000 points and uh yeah i'll get it back someday I'll right. the crown back someday <laughs> well pr- we're so
0: proud of you zach you can get that game on the switch too by the way if anyone <laughs> wants to check that out <laughs> well i i'm sure i'm sure listeners are running running to the switch store mm-hmm. as they speak watch out for that cat all <laughs> right
2: <laughs> you can oh run God. over a cat in the yeah game.
0: that's right i remember that yes. it, now, oh boy all right we're moving on to our all-time favorite racing combat game you know, it's an obscure one. I'm not sure many of our listeners will have ever heard of this game. Uh, it first came out on the SNES in 1993, has since led to a franchise that has sold over 150 million copies and that they're sitting on the eighth version of for like, I don't know, 10 years now. They're just <laughs> rolling in the money. Mario
2: Kart! Mario Kart! Mario yeah. Kart!
0: Yeah, Mario. Kart. count I mean, that
2: VR one as number nine? Sort of, oh, I, gosh, guess, 8. No. 8. 2, right. I guess 8.2? right? Or something. <laughs> but <laughs> but Mario the one Kart just has came out with with the little RC
1: cars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that one looks cool, man. Yeah, it looks yeah. cool. Yeah.
0: yeah, but Mario Kart. I mean, I think I really. We all have memories of this game. We all have memories of certain versions of this game. Mario Kart um, sixty
1: four. Mario Kart sixty four.
0: Yeah. I still have that one. Um, uh, Mario Kart Wii uh yes, where you could was actually the one, have, do yeah. the little steering wheel right yep. like that was mm-hmm. the f- like super cool um i i, I don't <laughs> know how we don't let mario kart top the list right you really count can't. it down for us zach what, yeah, what what really about can't. this game well that's just
2: it is that everyone has a crazy awesome experience with mario kart mario kart no matter when they sort of discovered it right so many people are into the snes version i myself yeah. didn't play that very often But the Mario Kart Wii was, I mean, that was just mind-blowing. I didn't do the motion control thing. It feels weird driving a steering wheel that's disconnected. I feel like I'm just, like, steering in midair. Um, But, yeah, I mean, just amazing Wii game. And then the the Mario Kart 8 for the Wii U and the Switch. And these are such great games. They look great. They sound great. They play great. And I'll just say from my perspective, one thing I really appreciate is the fact that truly everyone in your family can play this game yep, yep there aren't many games like that i mean there's a setting where it will basically drive for you it'll keep you from falling off the track um if you turn all that stuff off you get who, a little bit of a bonus Who
0: puts that on the, their kid for their kids those weak people
2: <laughs> i actually leave it on for me to tell you the truth <laughs> because like the if you take it off you get an extra like drifting bonus and i don't really yeah. ever use that one the third stage i guess bonus but at any rate like Truly, everyone in the family can play it, and I've had such an amazing time with my kids, even when they were really little yeah. and barely knew how to, you know, get around a track, laughing and just enjoying video games together. And that, to me, is just one of the greatest things.
1: Right, about but let's game. get real, dude. That's not how people play this game. Right? People <laughs> play this game. Down right people, pl- people play this game not with their little kids, but they play this game with their uh, friends, and they get drunk or they get stoned, <laughs> and they play this game. Devil's lettuce, for right? Hours, that's right?
0: Devil's <laughs> lettuce
1: Hours. That Let me tell cute. you something. uh There used to be many a night when me and a bunch of guys, when I was working in the restaurant industry, we'd all go. We're done with work. Go get a case of beer. <laughs> maybe some devil's lettuce shows up. Story before We
0: literally story sounds. You familiar. literally
1: just play <laughs> from like I don't know, like one in the morning, yeah, till like four or five in the morning, smoking cigarettes, drinking. You know, it was, that was it was Mario
0: Kart and Road Rash. This right. is no, it was the same exact Mario, story. It was Mario
1: Kart 64 and it was, uh, <laughs> it was Goldeneye. Oh, yeah. And uh, th- that's it. And you play in the battle modes. Uh, that's and, right. Uh,
2: the battle the, modes are cool really too. Huge. I mean, yep. I don't
1: know many other uh, people that play Mario Kart to finish the stages. You know, that's yeah, not the I, allure of this game. Did, the allure did, of this game is
0: <laughs> exactly well, obvious. But the <laughs> fun
1: of this game is to play with people and mess them up and laugh in their face. Let me ask you, Alex, how many fistfights started over the blue shell? (laughs) Uh, None, but there was lots of pointing and laughing in someone's face, and then you have to take a break because people get heated. I was going to say,
2: I hate that stuff. There's times where you are winning the F in race. You are winning it, and then you get the blue shell, and then someone passes you at the end. You're like, oh, it's the best. It's like, you know what? When you know you're a
1: spoiler, you hold on to that blue shell, yeah. And, and whoever is going to uh, coast into lead halfway through the course, you're like, okay, I got a present for you. It'll hit <laughs> you in about 45
0: seconds. That's why number one strategy on oh, Mario Kart great. is don't try to win the race. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you want to be hanging back. I love, I, I play my kids all the time. I'm like, yeah, y'all go ahead. I'll be back here collecting all the thing, the bombs and everything. Oh, yeah. and I'll, I'll see you in four laps. Oh Yeah, yeah I know. I, I'm with you, Alex. I've got both sides of it, right? I've I definitely had some, some fun I don't know if devil's lettuce was involved, but maybe some, you know, old English. Sure. Uh, <laughs> oldie. Oh my some God. Oldie and some Mickey's. Um, but yeah, playing it with, with friends, but oh, nowadays, you, want, you know, it's kind of the rite of passage in my family. Like, oh, yeah. um, the, it was <laughs> the oldie the too, first, not the E. Oh, no. <laughs> but my, my 16 year old, my 16 year old for the first time ever beat me last week. Oh, and, ah, come on. Uh, he's never beaten me before. Um, And it was I was kind of proud of him. I do not go easy on my kids on Mario Kart. I smoke them to death. I'm like, nope, you're this not. You're not going to go it easy. And you know what? My six year old can play the 200 CC tracks now. He doesn't win them all the time, but he can get. He can stay. He can stay on the track and 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 they even have Mario
1: Kart now. Like in uh it full-on arcade games uh with yeah. the huge yeah, screen play those stuff. are cool yeah very yeah. Cool. yeah my i remember um, my niece and my nephew challenged me to a game and they don't know my history of playing mario kart yeah. for hours and hours go over years you yeah. know inebriated uh playing this game and so it's like okay what's this game oh, i don't know how to play and then i turned up and i uh, smoked both of them they're like how'd you do that it's like well dealing
0: with the professional kids <laughs> get good you know <laughs>
2: you know how many hours i sat there and <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: to play if you're buddy. not first you're last Well, You know what? You know, it's even better. You know, it's great because Mario Kart is an incentive in my house for my six year old. It's like, oh, hey, you want to play Mario Kart? Like, let's get through the dishwasher. Let's go that. And you can play Mario Kart for half an hour. Uh, You Mm -hmm. can do one one, uh, you know, set of four four races. Yeah. Um, and he now like has preferences of tracks, right? We oh, I make yeah. him set it on random because I don't want. I want him to make sure he plays all the tracks. Does he get doesn't the rainbow track? He hates the rainbow track. He hates. Like, and not I love reset. that he, the dude doesn't have social media. The dude doesn't know any sort of like. I've and I've never no said one likes to him, the rainbow track, bro. I've never bro. said to him this track is my favorite. This track I don't like. On his own, the six-year-old is like, "Oh no, I got Rainbow Road." <laughs> He's like, yeah, like, yes. I so it. I mean, it, it, it's 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 such ingra- It's so ingrained in my family. Yeah, um, and I think in, in many people's families, right? Well, because so. of the
1: I, and I'll say this: it's simply because of the battle mode. If this game didn't have battle mode, it would be worthless.
2: See, I don't really. I, I think the battle mode's fun, but like the I, there's something fun. about because I'm more of a racing guy, right? That's yeah. my thing. I love to win the race. Whatever your comments yeah. go be, you're wrong. It's all the battle mode. It's only the battle mode. Well, it's I was, was going to say that it is similar, going back to RC Pro-Am, there is some incentives to win races. You get trophies when yeah. you win the races, the different colors, right? The silver and you know, gold and all that stuff like that. So it keeps you wanting to go back and improve your, your trophy. Um, and so, and then you get customization, so like RC program where you can upgrade your car, and Mario Kart, you get more like tires and different carts. So, it, these on, are what? just incentives, yeah. Like, homeless, my Mario Kart
1: uh, uh experience started and ended with 64. I haven't played anything <laughs>
2: else, <laughs> I didn't play anything before that. All kinds right. of good stuff, parachutes, mm-hmm. and all that. Don't yeah. need it. Yeah, no, and, I need and a that's case the of thing. Beer, like some devil's lettuce, <laughs> right. uh,
0: maybe Luigi. My, yeah. Yeah, what, yeah, what? And will do hours. Though, like for what we like to do is do do the team game where you're it's uh, eight racers versus eight racers, and we'll all go on the the the, the me and my three boys will all go on the same team, so at least we'll all win. So I don't have to hear them whine, even if they came (laughs) in like 6th, 7th, and 8th on the team. That's fine. They don't usually all come in that low. But, you know, like, I'll be first. I'll carry the team to the finish line. So even though I kicked your butt, at least we all won. So (laughs) yeah, Yeah. that's the way I like to run it. It's a fun game. Yep. Yes, it is. Absolutely. All right. Well, that's all the time we have for this quick play episode of the Retro Game Guys podcast. In a couple of weeks, we'll be releasing our next full episode on Pokemon Red and Blue and yellow and green and I don't know all fuchsia, fuchsia <laughs> chartreuse <laughs> periwinkle <laughs> mauve uh <laughs> pokemon, mauve. did I say pokemon yes pokemon you did. pokemon mauve, mauve. uh but, but remember if you'd like to play along just post your progress with hashtag beat Retro game guys for zach and alex I'm dustin saying stay safe and game on until next time friends The opinions and views expressed on the Retro Game Guys podcast represent the views of the speaker alone and are not the views of our employers.